0: Everybody. Welcome to another session here at the Kickpod Dojo. I am your host slash sensei TJ Williams giving you the insider of my martial arts journey and I'm dis- and also discussing and analyzing certain martial arts based subjects as well as highlighting martial arts around the world past present and future. Okay, so of course like I mentioned last time I'm gonna be I was gonna be taking this show across the United States so I'm currently here in Las Vegas uh, definitely finally after having two stops I mean a mini stop in Chicago I mean luckily I don't have to switch planes and of course I made a stop in Denver in which I had to wait three hours for my flight to Vegas. I mean it didn't seem too bad but you know I'm sitting there you know with a mask on. Of course um of course in the airport the man, the mass mandate is still still um on the grab still up but you know in this hotel right where I'm at right now which um is the South point hotel which is south off the strip I mean there's no um let's just say it's like pretty much every everywhere every place else um you know, if you're vaccinated, you don't need to wear a mask. I mean, it's optional, but you know, um, of course, I'm vaccinated and um, I ain't wearing no mask. I mean, it's just terrible. It's just, I just feel like a I'm sub-zero or something. But nevertheless, um, here I am in this wonderful city. You know, this is my 11th time coming to this city. I mean, this is my 10th time coming to this um, hotel since it was built or opened up in 2007. And of course, this is my 11th time here at the, in our, my animal convention, in the animal convention known as the International Train Conference, uh, short for, well, for short, it's ITC. All right, so I'm really excited about this year. All right, so, but definitely, I want to talk about my first experience, you know, my first time going to Vegas, you know, it was back in 2006. I mean, around that time, I was like 20 years old, and I mean, I was a year away from gambling as well as drinking. You know, the first trip, um, I went with my mom. It was just me and my mom going to Vegas, and of course, um, the trip there was like a disaster. I mean, I was originally supposed to leave Wednesday night um, that year. Of course, um, due to a uh, heavy rainstorm, my flight was Canceled and rescheduled for the next day. You know, I was angry. I was so excited to really travel to Vegas. I mean, the first time I've been on a been on a plane, first time traveling. You know, I've traveled a couple of times. You know, I, if I think of last time, I mean, mm-hmm. the most travel I did was on the car car ride. I can think of my moments when um, me and my mom would drive down to Cortland to visit my brother in college. But you know. Other than traveling on the plane, I mean, this was the first time back in 2006. And, of course, um, we stayed at the – of course, the whole convention was at the Stardust, the former Stardust Hotel, which was – of course, it was the last time it was – last time it was um, going to be opened up because they were going to tear it down. But um, nevertheless, it's that first experience, you know, getting to see Vegas, you know, all the other all time all the times i've heard of vegas you know seeing the movies uh of course um of course people talk about it you know all the gambling all the um shows right, so let me just talk about my first experience about this convention all right so this is my first time here in 2006 you know By Chuck Norris. And um, of course, you got all these um, martial artists, these black belts from coming from around the world just to be here to like perfect their craft or perfect their cry skills. So I guess that's the whole purpose of being the ITC. I mean, a lot of people are here just to compete and to be the best, you know, be the best and really try to use that to like other for other um, tournaments. But nevertheless, you know, as a martial arts instructor or martial arts in general, you want to make sure you're up to date with um, everything that you're teaching in, um, in your school. All right. So just to talk about my first experience, you know, we had all these seminars, you know, if I think I can remember it, like we had, like we had, of course, Kun Lee, if people don't know who he is, he's. I think he's a professional MMA fighter. And I don't know he's been in movies. And um, he's... I know for sure he was in a movie, the live-action movie. He played martial law. So, I mean, we did a seminar with him. And, you know, I can remember that seminar. I mean, he used me as a volunteer to, uh, like, show him how to sprawl. I didn't even know how to sprawl because um, I was... um. Because I was, wasn't familiar with MMA. I mean, probably I was only familiar with martial arts. I wasn't familiar with ground techniques. So he did a seminar of that. And he was doing that for sprawl. So now I just teach... I tell people, like, how to sprawl. So that's just something that's really new to me. Like, really, when you go to these conventions like this, you're going to learn something new. Either you're going to learn something that you know about or learn something that's new. I mean... I mean, one particular, and then also another particular seminar, I could think of I remember, we did a seminar of, um, I think one of them was uh, Mr. Pareto. I mean, he was thinking he was going over all these techniques, and um, all of a sudden, um, he was talking about, um, like, having emotions. I mean, he's like, every time we, like, do this certain drill, after we've done it, we just, like, give your... Give the person next to you a hug or a handshake you know you know it's just that's the thing you know you want to treat this like a family affair you don't want to be the enemy, but you know nevertheless it was um that seminar i f- forgot what we did, but I think that's the only thing I remember we was doing a couple drills and I think one of the other seminars that we did was um I think we did like um um, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. we so we had these two, um, two um, black belts that are um, experts in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu showed us like some techniques, and um, we was going over it, <laughs> and uh, definitely it gives you like a new look of like ground techniques. But in all actuality, if you're really in a street fight, you wouldn't do any ground techniques. And uh, okay, and uh, lastly. The last seminar was, um, of course, the grand prize. Uh, Mr. Norris, uh, Chuck Norris, was doing a seminar. I think it was just going over sparring drills, and you know, it was just, it was just wonderful, just to actually take a seminar from one of the like top, well, top um, people, most prestigious people in the world, and you know, that was just a wonderful experience. All right, so those are just uh, learned experience with those seminars. All right, so next up is um, that I have to talk about is competition. You know, here I am um, competing in kata. I think I did um, one of the highest kata. I think I called um, it was United Fine Arts Federation for number two. Well, it's known as United Fine Arts Federation for number three because, um, of course, um, things has been modified. So, I think I did that, kata, and of course, I didn't win. I mean, it's my first experience doing a kata. But, um, uh, so that's just, um, kata experience. So here I am, uh, with, um, competing in kata. And then, of course, it goes, to, um, comp uh, or sparring. That was the next thing I competed in. You know, I, you know, If you're like the first timer in the tournament, like you'll be lucky enough to get through the first round, which I did. I mean, I got, I think I got a couple points on the guy, and then for, and all of a sudden, I think the guy knocked me out temporarily. I mean, I think he was like really aggressive. Well, think about when you go into tournaments like this, you're gonna go against aggressive people. And, um, usually these guys are like training like, once a, or not once a year, or like all year long. And, you know, you got me that was only training for six months. And, you know. Yeah, just taking class. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, all right. So that's then. I get past the first round. But the second round, I got beaten uh, like a five-point spread. So just to keep in mind, this is point sparring. This is not like... Like continuous aspiring where you're just throwing uh, tons of hits, and you um work it, like um you can count for points. But nevertheless, um that's um my competition. I didn't win. I mean, I would be lucky enough to get past the first round, but the second round I got beat five point spread. And I can think I can remember the one guy that beat me. He's uh of course now he's currently a master. Uh, in the in the Chuck Norris system, all right. So uh, that's um. So that was just my first experience. I didn't win. And uh, speaking of Chuck Norris, um, of course, usually first timers or first time black belts, they get a um, photo op with um, Mr. Norris. So that was just wonderful. It's like, you know, you take a seminar with the um, like might, the best guy in the world. And then next, you know, you were taking a picture with him, like after all this is done. So that was just amazing. Of course, I think that's like the last day of the ITC. You know, it was a Sunday, uh, right? So really, uh, look forward to getting another um, photo op from Mister Norris. Of course, let's just say I stand at like I got three pictures with Mister um, Norris so far. Um, I mean. Two of whom I had to pay for, and one I won in a raffle. You know, that'd be lucky if I won a uh, picture with Mr. Norris in a raffle. But uh, nevertheless, that was the best experience, getting a picture with a celebrity. And that would probably um, start my run with um, going to cons to meet famous people. And if you see my Instagram and Facebook, you would know. <sighs> All right. All right, so now I got my first experience out of the way. And I'm going to talk about my favorite moments of the ITC. Like, one of my favorite moments is meeting people, different people from around the world. You know, I met people from, of course, not from not only from my region, but from from different states. Like, either I met people that's from Las Vegas, met people that are from California, you know, um Texas you know ohio uh like i am like down in florida uh virginia like uh georgia like really how many other people you know you got utah you got oregon you know just to just to let you know this um what this organization is made of i mean it's made up of different regions i mean of course uh different regions uh, I mean, right now, um, I'm currently in Region 8. I think there's like 12 or 13 regions. So I, I think I'm in Region 1 right now, if I think about it, if I'm in Las Vegas. But nevertheless, um, I get to meet all these good people. You know, next you know, I become great friends with them. And I'd be able to chat with them on Facebook or they definitely message me or even comment on my photographs or like my photos or on Instagram or Facebook but it's um, it's amazing to definitely meet these people that are really striving to be like the best martial artists or even being black belts right kind of gives you that kind of gives you that drive to be a martial artist to be a good martial artist right and probably the best moments is um, seminars I mean I already talked about my first experience about seminars but you know the Couple seminars that, um, I, um, definitely stand out is, um, Ian Abernathy, um, Richard Norton, and Benny Jet I mean, I can think of, um, Ian, Aber- Ian Abernathy. I mean, of course, he's, um, an expert in Bunkai, which means you, um, are pretty much, um, well how i don't know how to best say this it's, it's pretty much your um almost um hmm maybe what i say you're kind of applying basic kata into a fighting fighting drill or a fighting defense so that's bunkai so if i was to do a low block in a kata i mean that doesn't absolutely mean i'm blocking a technique i could be like actually hitting like hitting the um Hitting a target, or like um, hitting a leg, or doing a, a trap, or a deflect. So you really have to look at a kata, a basic kata, and try to figure out like what, what I'm trying, to, what's what I'm trying to say in this kata, or what I'm trying to do, what I'm trying to interpret it, what story I'm telling. So that's what pretty much Ian Abernathy is pretty much telling us when he's explaining bunkai. Right, so. Of course you got him and then of course you got Richard Norton he seemed like a somewhat um in a similar path of Ian Abernathy but in this case uh, Richard Norton he's basically um an expert of street street fighting I mean one thing he can like tell you like certain things you can do when you're out in the street you know pretty much um what um everything that they said about street fights you know you think there's no rules but um there's they are rules you know there's um um legal legal competence or i don't know legit leg, i mean i don't know how to say it, uh, this is a it's all it's laws all right, legalities that's what it is I'm trying to think of the word that he said before, lingalities, you know, there's laws. You know, if you could definitely beat somebody to a pope, well, let's look at it this way. You know, you want to make sure that there's people watching. If there's no nobody watching, and of course you're you're the one that's being aggressive, you go down and start beating a guy, and then all of a sudden people show up, they see you beating up, and they might say you're the aggressor, and you might be at fault. All right, so one thing when you're doing street fire but basically that's what um what Richard Norton's trying to teach us you know you want to get out get out of dodge you don't want to be the problem I mean your goal when you're fighting is you you want to go home so that's pretty much um Richard Norton's whole seminar all right so there's Richard Norton and of course there's Benny the Jet Nikitas. Which um it was um we did a seminar with him back in two thousand nineteen before the pandemic. And you know, here he is um showing us his um you know, he's a world champion in kickboxer, kickboxing, and um he was showing us his like his interpretation of what good kickboxing is. You know, it gave me a kind of good um uh, good look of um what kickboxing really is, like how you would throw a punch or you throw a hook, throw a kick, throw a knee, you know that's all those some things. But um, it was just a wonderful seminar, getting a good sweat, and, and um, you got some so many things to think about when you're doing kickboxing. All right, so that was just one of the best seminars. I mean, there's other seminars, but none of them don't stand out of course uh now getting on to winning trophies of course um uh, i had um so far i've won third in traditional kata second in open form and third in inspiring so with third in traditional kata i mean this is my first time back since um i went to 2000, 2007 i mean i was went to 2006 2007 and of course from there I took like two years of break because one, I didn't have the money I mean I was just finishing college uh, junior college and of course um, I was taking a year off from college and then of course um, I missed um, 2008 and 2009 and yet probably I didn't go back to school till 2000 2009 uh, the September and of course uh just explain the explain um, this traditional... I mean, really, if you're doing any traditional form that you learn then martial arts. I mean, it can't be your own. It's got to be the, pretty much Mr. Norris' um, kata. All right, so here I am competing in kata. I think I did, like, a advanced kata. I think there was, like, another... I can't remember this, um... I can remember this complete, completely, I mean... Yeah, I was um, going to Vegas with my dad, and uh, from there, um, I was um, in my division, and I wasn't expecting to win, but, you know, I think there was like four people in my division I know. I think if I can remember um, Damien Solcida, yeah, he was in my division. I know that, and I think he was doing a kata, and he I think he screwed up. I think he was doing Kun Sangun, or I think the same kata that I was doing and then of course he messed up and um I think that gave me the gave gave me the or gave me like the chance to win third place. All right, so that was just a moment just getting one trophy. All right, so the second um trophy I win is um second place in open form. I think this is around 2014, I believe. Or I think it was either 2012. I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, I think it was 2014 I won. I won um, second place in the open form. I mean, I, about, around that time I was like good at doing tricking. I mean, I can't do it as much as I used to anymore because um, my knees kind of gave out. But you never know, I did my own open form. I think it was just two of us in the, the division. But uh, nevertheless, um, I win in my win second in my division. And um that's just a real good moment for me. Alright. And of course lastly, you know, after all the times I spired in the um in Vegas, I think it was around I think it two thousand seventeen. I think that's the last time I competed before I kinda stopped competing. Alright, so yeah, I get third third place in you know, I was, um, I think it was like, I think I got, there was like three of us in a, a division and I got a buy in the first round. And, um, I think, um, I think the loser was competing for second. All right. So, I mean, honestly, I lost, I mean, I'm surprised I get a buy and there's three people in my division and um, I fought, and I got second, uh, I think I got, wait my. I'm thinking, not third place. I think I got second place. I'm not sure, but, you know, I mean, I got to look back. But nevertheless, I placed inspiring. I mean, usually I suck inspiring because, you know, you're dealing with experienced hunters when you're going against people. When you inspire, like same thing with other tournaments, you know, they, they'll they charge you if you make a mistake. You're a dead deer. All right. So that's pretty much all the trophies I win for, for an individual competing. Uh, of course, now going on to the next moment, it's demo team. You know, I've done like four demo team competitions. You know, one in 2010, 2011, 2012, and 2014. I mean, that was it. You know, definitely the whole concept of demo team is team competition. You know, you want to be a team, you want to be in sync. You know, the first year, um, definitely it was my first time competing in this. And you know I was real excited to do something new. You know, definitely here I am. Young young, slim and handsome. And yeah, that's um that moment when I um competed in um the two thousand ten uh cool. team competition, you know, we got um think runner up, I think second place. We didn't get the grand prize. And of course, that's not nothing to be disappointed about, but it but we were we definitely um made an impact all right, so and here I and then of course, the next year, we had a, that same impact. I mean, we should have gotten first place, but we ended up not getting first place, like due to some controversy, but you know, nevertheless, you know it's always good that you place or you do your best out there. Of course, and that kind of leads to the next two years that I competed. We didn't place, you know. You know, we were just um, that team that they wanted to beat because we were like up and coming. You know, any other demo team would be um, be willing to compete and not worry about not um, not competing against the best team. They're just going there for fun. So that was just the best moment, you know. For me, it was just for fun, just an experience, just to do this. I right, so that was just a best moment being on a demo team. And, you know, I don't know how soon I'm gonna probably do a demo team, but nevertheless. Um I wouldn't I wouldn't mind doing it again. I mean it's just another another matter of time just to see if people are interesting interested. All right. Now, going on to this year, here I am to this year, of course, after dealing with a year of cancellation due to the pandemic, you know, we're slowly recovering, but now we're, of course, we're back and and back at it. And, of course, this year, I mean, I'm looking forward to a lot of things, you know, I'm looking forward to competing again. Of course, this year, I mean, I'm going to go for a traditional, see if I can at least get second or first place and of course um i'm also i'm competing like for the first time since i've gone as itc i'm actually competing in weapons you know i'm competing in um top with tafas i mean that's like a weapon i hardly don't even see in um competition but you know it's good to really compete with um these weapons all right, so, and also what I'm looking forward to is the seminars. You know, definitely we got a good lineup. We got, of course, um, let's just say we got plenty of um, masters in our um, in our organization doing seminars. You know, some I had done before, some I haven't. So I'm really looking forward to that. And the one thing I'm looking forward to is um usually for us um, black belts or red belts, we have a special guest to do a seminar. Like, I can remember, like, back in 2019, we had Richard Norton and Benny the Jet I mean, they're both well-known martial artists. Other than that, they're movie actors. And, of course, that's just a best experience. But this year, we got um, a former UFC champion, uh, George St. Pierre. I mean, he was, like, um, uh, I think a middleweight or... Weatherweight, um, heavyweight champion, I think. Um, yeah, and I, th- I know he's retired, but, you know, great thing is he's from Canada, French-Canadian. You know, it's all great to actually get to do a seminar with somebody who's highly prestigious. You know, I was telling, like, my um, friends back home, I hope um, I learned something new that I can really bring into professional wrestling. So, really, I'm going to have my eyes open with that seminar. So I'm really looking forward to this. And, um, of course, another thing I'm looking forward to is the IDS, the Instructor Development Series. You know, I want to be the better instructor. I mean, uh, teaching these kids are just um, a challenge. But, you know, one thing is you never want to quit on them. And, you know, I want to be able to learn more stuff now on how to teach these kids or teach in general So when I go home, I am relaxed and I know what to look forward to. So hopefully when I get home, I can really give these kids a run for their money and give them a view of what this old karate convention is all about. Uh, And lastly, the only thing I'm looking forward to is um, the awards dinner, the gala. The gala. Of course, and for this year, um, I was nominated... As the top five to receive a special award, most inspirational award. I mean, there's other um categories, I mean, other than most inspirational. There's instructor of the year, uh school of the year, and of course I know there's one special award, the the Wheelan Norris Cup, where um I think that's honoring um Mr. Norris's um deceased brother that died in Vietnam. And um, he's um, so that's definitely a award that's um, really going to be highly prestigious. But nevertheless, I just hope I get that most inspirational nomination, because like I said, I've been through this pandemic. I've been going crazy through this pandemic. And, you know, I want to at least try to. Um, well, wow. um, definitely, I to at least try to show these show everybody in UFAT that I didn't quit. You know, even after this pandemic, you know, I bust my tail since I lost my, well, got temporarily laid off for two months. And uh, hopefully I can um, make an impact by winning this award. But, uh, you know, win, lose, or draw, you know, we all win. It's best to be nominated. It's best that I'm just just um, nominated, that I really am recognized. I'll never take the nomination as a recommendation other than just getting an award. You know, it doesn't matter. But if I do, I, at least I bring something home to at least tell these kids. All right. Okay, so I'm going to pretty much um, end this episode. Of course, um, it's been a long day for me. I mean, I want to just rest it out and um, hopefully um, be up and all strong. And yet, um, I really look forward to... Um, this convention started starting, of course, it starts to starts, um, usually starts on a Thursday, but usually, like beforehand, usually have like, um, other events, like you know, you got the um, not the um, usually have the MDS, the IDS, um, of course, the business management seminar, and of course, um, that's pretty much the whole convention. Alright, so this concludes my episode, so make sure you tune in to my previous episode on the BICBPRadio.com, um, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And yet, I'll see you next time for another episode here at the Kickbox Dojo. This is your sensei, TJ Williams, bowing you out. celebrity stories on facebook twitter instagram anywhere we can absorb information from every day but what about the people in our hometowns who make the world go around but don't get any recognition for it hi i'm dan torres and my podcast your average ordinary focuses on those people those people that have extraordinary lives jobs hobbies talents that you may not even know about that you walk past on the street every day Join me every Saturday as I'm joined with a new friend to talk about how their average ordinary life impacts so many others. And there's so much to talk about because there are so many different people. You like movies? We talk about that. You like acting? We talk about that a lot. You like video games? I'm always talking about video games. Join us every Saturday, Your Average Ordinary, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere you can find